Hello and welcome to our latest Goody podcast. Uh, with myself, Richard Munir, and our Hot United writer, Joe Ramage. How are you, Joe? I'm not bad. And yourself? Good, good. Yeah, not so bad, thank you. Excited to head of the new season, which uh, kicks off. Uh, we're recording this on Friday, so it kicks off a week on Saturday. Pulls away to Walsall in League Two. Doesn't really feel like the last one ended all that long ago, but um, here we are again, and obviously a huge summer of change at Hartlepool uh, with a new manager, uh, 11 new players so far, and obviously several players leaving as well, so uh, pretty much a whole new starting 11 um, for, uh, for Hartley and Co. What's your impressions been so far, Joe, of kind of pre-season overall and how it's, uh, how it's panned out? We're recording the set of the Sun and games, so Hartley just have one more friendly to go. Do you think it's been a positive pre-season so far or a bit disjointed in terms of obviously the squad not being finalised yet and things like that? Or where do you think they stand? A little bit of both, I guess. Um, obviously, the turnover of players is never easy. We were speaking to Regan Tumultly last week and he was sort of saying that it's it's difficult when you have that many players coming in, talking dribs and drabs as well for to build up a bit of cohesion with one another. But I think that's where the pre-season set up and the schedule itself has, has lent itself to Hartlepool this year because the step up in opposition over the last couple of weeks has, has allowed them to just A, get the minutes into the legs and then B, as the players have started coming in, build on stars of play and pattern play and things like that. And I think we've seen that particularly in the last two games against Lincoln and, and Blackburn where they've, they've stepped it up a little bit compared to those first two in the non-league uh, fixtures. So it's not been bad. Something game Monday will be a bit of a dress rehearsal, I think. Uh, I know they all, again, like to play it down and say it's all just fitness and things like that. But a week, sort of, well, even less by the time Monday comes till the start of the season, players and the manager will be wanting to be somewhere near where they want for next Saturday. Do you think... Um... Do you think, I know obviously there could be further transfer business, we hope, to come in the next week or so, but do you think, as it stands, Hartley has a strong idea of what his current starting level would be, or do you think there's still quite a few places for, for players to uh, impress against Sunderland? I think he probably will. I know that the squad is starting to fill out, but you'd still argue that they're short on numbers, so in some areas he's, his hand is probably a little bit forced in any, in any case. So, again, I think the Sunderland game will probably show us what his intentions are for next Saturday. Um, certainly, if you look at the three positions behind the striker, for example, at the moment, they they sort of pick themselves. So, he will have a good day. Um, he, tr- he tried a different system late on in, in the game against Blackburn, but maybe that's just to throw, throw Walsall off, who knows. Um, but yeah, I would imagine he's got a pretty good idea and the Sunderland game will be almost the last chance for some more a chance for him to just reaffirm those uh, decisions. And um, obviously we touched on the Blackburn Blackburn game there, a good competitive game against the Championship side. He'll be looking to uh, do well again after their efforts last season. How um, was it? Good test for pools. How, how did you how did you feel they played, and what's kind of struck out for you in terms of how Hartley's going to have pools pools playing this season? Well drilled. Bit. Yeah, it was it was encouraging to be honest. It really was. Uh, the first ten minutes, I was thinking it might be a long night because Blackburn had. A lot of the ball, as you'd expect, but it, you you could see the step up in class. They were quite slick going forward, and yeah, you, you were thinking this could be a bit of an eye opener for them. But they grew into the game, and they, they gave as good as they got, to be honest. And I mean, to be on, on another night, they could they could have scored a couple of goals at the bar twice. Um, I think Alex Lacey would probably want that one back in the second half, in particular. Jake Hasty would be unlucky in the first half, but they, they were good. Yeah. Um, it didn't matter that they were playing against the championship side. They were still keen to sort of play out from the back and things like that. And that's what Hartley wants. He wants them to be confident on the ball. 
a bit of pace. He mentioned right at the start when he joined, he wants speed and power. And we're starting to get there a little bit. I know that uh, the new signing, Josh, to front, he brings a little bit of that. He gives them a different option as well, where they can go over the top. There was a couple of times where Ben Killer, for example, he, he would go along. But I think first and foremost, the idea is to, is to play out from the back and build through the lines. And you, you can see that the two the two centre-backs, Lacey and uh, Meniasi, who came in, he looks like he, he fits perfectly into that style. Obviously, he'll not be available next week against Walsall. You and Murray expected back next week. Will he fit straight back in? He's been limited pre-season minutes. But we've seen Mohamed Niang uh, drop in there um, for three of the games. So there's an option there. He was really good on Wednesday night back in the midfield role. He was probably my pick of the bunch, to be honest. He was really strong in the tackle and he got, got forward well, supported the attack and did his work defensively as well. So, no, it was, it was a good... It was a good showing for a pre-season game as well. It was quite entertaining. Blackburn were, were competitive, played a fairly strong side, you know, likes of Ayala in defence, Gallagher up front. So there was plenty to think about for, for the defenders and Umar had quite a task on his hand up against Ayala as well. So it was it was a good workout and, yeah, they, they were unlucky to get beaten in the end, I thought. It's been, uh, obviously, a huge summer of change at, at Pool, so we're pretty much safe, what, March time, I guess, certainly with the, several weeks ago before the end of the season. Then, obviously, Graham Lee... Uh, was sacked, so big turnover there. Pretty much a tiny eleven, I guess. Bar feathers, Killip, Sterry Ferguson. So maybe not. What six? Either way, six or seven new players will be coming in that start eleven, which is um, which is significant. Um, obviously, a whole new bench as well and stuff. But um, in terms of the pre-season, obviously they had the trip to Portugal. They've been stepping that up recently. It feels like transfer business has stepped up a little bit over the last week or so with two. Uh, Two further signings this week. Um, how much more business do you think needs to be done, and what are, what are the key areas? There's still you're still probably looking at a handful of players. I think they've the squads up at around 20, 21 players now. That's including Patrick Boys, who will will go out on loan. I would have thought he hasn't uh, featured at all outside Hibs game. I thought he might have been getting maybe forty five minutes in one of the non league fixtures. But I asked uh, Paul Hartley on that, and he said he he needs to go out and get. Sort of men's football for the for his development, so he'll be out on loan. I would have thought, and I mentioned that there are the sort of three positions behind the striker in, in a four-two-three-one. They sort of pick themselves at the moment. He's, he's moved Tom Crawford into the sort of number ten position, and he's he's enjoyed quite a good preseason so far. But Callum Cook can probably play in there as well. But he's kind of shifting players around. I know he wants versatility in his squad, and a lot of the players he's bringing in. Are versatile playing a number of positions. We mentioned Niang there, midfield or in defence, for example. Um, but he, he said he wants that creative midfielder in that number 10 role. So that'll be one that I would expect to be brought in. Another winger, probably, who can play either side to give either Joe Gray or Jake Hasty competition in that area. Again, I think we saw in the second half against Blackburn, Brody Patterson and Regan Tumultly occupy them positions, which, yes, they can do a job in there, but you probably wouldn't be wanting them to be playing there from the offing games, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, a couple of players still in the attacking thirds, and then you can you probably say maybe he's another centre back as well, unless you go and utilise Yang in there as that sort of fourth central defender with Murray's fitness best up in the air coming back from pre season. So, there's still still work to be done, uh, and he acknowledges that Paul Hartley every time you speak to him, he, he always seems keen to stress that. He still hasn't got the numbers in that he wants. I did press him on a number that 
what he what he does want between now and the end of the transfer window, and he was a little bit reserved. So it sort of depends what comes available to them. Um, yeah. You know, there's been a few links. Well, there's been endless amount of links over the summer. Uh, I know Scott Banks is one, particularly for that sort of number ten position. That will be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of days when Crystal Palace come back from the pre-season tour. So. I would expect another one or two in before the start of the season next week. Um, and then you get a couple of games to assess where you're at, I suppose, until the window closes in September. And obviously in that time, you can pick up injuries and suspensions and things like that. So I would expect them still to be busy over the next couple of weeks indeed, yeah. And in terms of loan signings, it's often the way that that's back end of the window anyway, when other clubs know what their squads are going to be and then they're willing to kind of let some of the fringe players go out, especially a bit further up the league. Obviously, Pools, as you mentioned, are in for a couple of uh, Premier League Sorry, youngsters who are at Premier League clubs who wouldn't be playing next season, but might be allowed out. But um, so yeah, no need to panic just yet. Um, and as I say, they've obviously signed eleven players, and given there's such a turnover of players, a few weeks back it can be easy to get into the, oh, you know they haven't got enough players. Um, <clears throat> the players that they do have are going to be playing a lot of minutes in pre-season. They'll be flogged by the time the season comes around, etc. But I think Pulse fans will be quite enthused, quietly encouraged by Hartley's approach to it. And, um, doesn't talk for the sake of it, does he? He's quite um, concise in his answers. Um, clearly, some of the stuff coming out from the players, you know, the, there's a lot of discipline, works them very hard. You've got a piece with uh, one of the players coming out over the weekend who, who kind of reflects on that approach. So, at least the players are crystal clear in terms of what's expected of them, which which is good, isn't it? I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, it even sort of extends over to us in this as well. I think he, he'd issue fines to us. <laughs> And uh, coming down to Prescott, if you like, but but it's what you want, you know. It, it you, you can sense that even just have a handful of meetings. Like, I think we've only had sort of the one press conference with them and then our post match meetings with them. But you, you can sense this sort of standards and the professionalism around the club. And every player that we have spoken to so far have noticed that, whether it be in training or just little things around, around the ground and things like that, it, it, it all seems to be lifting a little bit which is which is what you want to hear certainly as fans and, and us as well um so that's encouraging um has he like i said with transfers and things has he got what he wants entirely yet no but we still probably what six weeks to go with the transfer window so in terms of assessing that you, you have to wait until september the first really but it's, it is encouraging he's he's very to the point he knows what he wants uh he doesn't give too much away but it's it's worked for him, you know. Over 400 games as a manager, and he's had five promotions, so there's no need for him to steer away from what he's done so far. Yeah, goals obviously going to be key. to where the kind of struggle wasn't at back end of last season in particular. So, um, hopefully, pulls obviously signed a couple of strikers recently, but uh, hopefully we'll get another another one over the line um, before the Walsall game a week on Saturday. Um, in terms of the ground itself, you've sort of touched on it briefly there, but there's been. A lot of work done off the ground as well, and off the off the pitch as well. Sorry, as well with the improvements to the uh, Miller House stand, uh, with the northwest corner being structurally strengthened, all the new seats, um, which look pretty smart. Um, changing room improvements must be one of the smartest dressing rooms in League Two now. Um, all these little things just just add up, don't they? I suppose to a more positive. Um, going to say professional but you know Pool's always been professional but do you know what I mean a, bit, a lot more positivity around the club and also helps attract new new signings and players I suppose No it does it does and I mean it looks nice as well to see there's a fresh feel that you go in there and I know you, you can go to every ground at this time of the year and you get that feeling you know that the pitch looks good and everything looks clean and tidy and things like that but 
it, it does. It was looking a little bit run down, certainly in that stand. So it, it is a good good redevelopment that's going on there. And I mentioned the pitch as well. There was a lot of struggles with that, certainly in the second half of last season. A lot of the players would almost complain about it themselves. It was very bobbly and worn down a bit. And we were pitch side the other night and it looks really good and it looks ready for, for the new season, which is what you want to see. Um, but extended beyond that, you look at some of the work that Stephen Hogan's done and the media team as well with the with the kit release just a couple of weeks ago, you know, a step up in, in class with things like that. It's what you want to see as fans, isn't it? It just just adds to everything that's happening with the start of the season coming up. So it's all it is all quite positive, but I suppose none all the fans really matter is what happens next Saturday when we start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, none of that ultimately matters if they don't win on the pitch and getting the points <laughs> to at least stay up and, and build from there. So uh hopefully um by then they'll have another play of a couple of plays. You know, too. And even then, it's obviously going to take a few weeks, isn't it? A gel completely in the way that Hartley wants everyone to play. But signs, signs of encouragement, certainly, I think, over the last week to 10 days or so, a lot more so than the kind of previous months. So hopefully, they'll continue to build on that. Um, one area of concern, I guess, will be um, sort of Sterry. He's not played a huge amount, has he? Um, this pre season through injury. Um, he's, I think he's been at most games. I think he's been doing fitness work beforehand and things like that. Um, What's your kind of take on staring? Do you think he'd be fit for the Walsall game or do you think um, Tumultly will probably get the nod? <clears throat> I think he would probably be in contention. It sounds as though his injury, he set back last week, isn't as serious as what was first feared. Um, but I do feel as though Tumultly's probably done enough to get the nod next week. Um, I think Sterry's played just over an hour, to be honest. He got subbed at half-time in the Hibs game, then he came back on, then he went back off late on. Um and that's been his only pre-season minutes so far. Uh, he went through a pretty rigorous fitness test ahead of the Mars game, and then you were thinking that he was going to feature against Lincoln, and he was he was set to, but then he suffered a bit of a groin strain. But the yeah. Yeah. on that earlier this week uh, has been positive. He was out doing a little bit of light jogging on Wednesday night. I imagine he probably will step up them fitness tests on Monday, whether he'll feature against someone, I'm not sure. And then it'll be a case of getting a full week into his legs in training. Maybe be part of the squad, um, but I mean, right back is probably the strongest position in the squad at the moment. They've got Sturry there, obviously, and then Tumultly and Ogle as well, who have both featured quite heavily this pre-season. Ogle's stepped inside the centre half at times as well, so it's not an immediate concern if he is going to be out. But obviously, longer term, yes, of course, you want Jamie Sturry back fit and firing because he is one of the key players. But you can say the same about you and Murray as well. He's been brought in. As a, you would imagine as a first centre half. And he's only played the 90 minutes against Hibbs as well. Um, Paul Hartley did say that he, he could have featured against Blackburn the other night. And he was the fitness tests that he was doing on the pitch beforehand were very rigorous. Um, but I would imagine he'll probably start against Sunderland on Monday. And then with a view to starting at Walsall next week with many Assi obviously not being able to play due to his loan deal. So a couple of injuries, but they don't sound as serious as what, what, they, what they were. Uh, Marcus Carver, another one. I feel a little bit for Marcus Carver because he had a bit of a difficult time since he signed. Um, and then he obviously couldn't go to Portugal with the COVID, played two games against non-league teams, grabbed a couple of goals, and then he got injured ahead of the Lincoln game. So he's having a little bit of a rough time at the minute and he just wants to get involved as well. Uh, obviously now there's competition for his places, but he was out running as well before the Blackburn game. So fingers crossed if there's no more setbacks over the next week, that eight, eight days sorry, that we've got now, then... He should have a pretty pretty much full squad to choose from. Um, and we did not see on Wednesday that the them seats on the bench are starting to get filled up. There was there was five on the bench against Lincoln and that up to seven on Wednesday against Blackburn. So 
we're getting there, sorry, we're truly. Good stuff. Um, thanks, Joe. I was just, just finally, really, just a, a brief look ahead to the new season. It feels like there's a bit more money in League Two this year. Some some teams uh, splashing a fair bit of cash. Obviously, the likes of Bradford and stuff will be uh, up there competing and challenging. Um, to be fair, Hartley and the players, nobody's kind of, and Raj Singh, nobody's shied away from, you know, pools should be challenging for, or at least aiming for, you know, playoffs, promotion push it, if they can. Um, that's going to be difficult, though, isn't it? I mean, what, what do you think realistic expectations are currently for this this squad? Obviously, there could be, you know, I don't know, there could be a marquee signing, for example, before the Walsall game, hopefully. Um, but if not, and it's the current squad, what do you kind of think is a realistic aim for, for this I mean, it's good, it, it's good that the club and the players that all that you all speak to have the ambition of that. And a lot of that comes out sort of saying, if, you, if you're not aiming for a playoff push or, or beyond that, then it's a bit of a loser's mentality. Um, is what a lot of the players are saying and, and they, they're right to do so as, as fans you don't really want to hear a player come out and say that we'll take mid-table or something like that but I think that will be a realistic aim as it stands because a lot of the players who've come in as much as Paul Hartley's right to say that he knows what they like and they can make the step up or, or, or down however you want to class it into League 2 um, a lot of them are untried at this level um, so I think first and foremost it would be Pushing on from last year, 17th place, building on that. So then, yeah, you're looking towards mid-table and then anything that comes beyond that, yeah, great. We'll, we'll take it in our strides, but we'll get a better idea over the next couple of weeks. Because I think we mentioned in the last cast, it is a, it's a difficult start. There's some teams that they've got to face in this opening month of the season. So if these players hit the ground running, a couple more players come in and all of a sudden momentum builds. Because I think the fans are very much on side behind Paul Hartley. So... You never know quite how far that can take you. But for me, realistically at the moment, I'd, I'd sort of say mid-table would be more than acceptable. But yeah, I mean, why not aim for, for playoffs and things like that? But there's a lot, lot of unknowns at the moment with, with the squad and a lot of the players who have been brought in. So we'll just see how the next couple of weeks goes and we'll, we'll get a better idea of things. But yeah, I think building on last season will be the first target for the club. Good stuff. Thank you for your time, Joe. Um... He's ready to go. I bet, I bet your whole days feel like a lifetime ago. Yeah. A new season. Pools fans, make sure you follow Joe on, on Twitter, on social media, get all the latest Pools fans, Pools news uh, throughout the week. Um, obviously, Apple Mail out print edition every Thursday. And we've got the latest Hartley United news across our website seven days a week. Um, we'll have full coverage from the Sunham game on Monday and full build-up to Walsall away a week on Saturday. Thanks for listening. Until next time, bye for now.